Hello and welcome people of the universe. So today we are going to continue with my exciting series that I'm doing, The Misinterpretations of Spirituality. And we're going to be talking about money. Hi, this is Amir Zogi, speaker, coach and erratic pilot. I'm on a mission to inspire, move and transform people's lives. This is the Wisdom, Truth and Freedom podcast where I share mind-blowing insights about spirituality, self-actualization, and transcending those limiting mindsets in order to live an unlimited lifestyle and to make a dent in the universe. Do I need not to be rich in order to be spiritual? Well, I can tell you right now, you don't need to be poor to be spiritual, that's for sure. Um, but really, it really has nothing to do with money. It really doesn't. Uh, who you are, how you show up, who you're being, money doesn't change that. You know, like if you're already feeling insecure, if you're an insecure individual and for some reason you come across a lot of money, like you inherited a lot of money or you won the lotto or something, you will still be a very insecure person except your insecurity will intensify. That's the truth. I mean, if anything money does is intensifies who you already are. So if you're already feeling very wealthy and abundant and you're not feeling insecure, money just may intensify that. I mean, I, 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 I wouldn't even say it intensifies, but let's just say it does because you think to yourself, well, something's got to change. If I had all this money or if I didn't have any, all this money, something's going to, yeah, your lifestyle will change. Who you are doesn't. Your level of happiness and who you are has got nothing to do with money. Money doesn't even have anything to do with the conversation. It has nothing to do with it. Like it kind of feels odd to even talk about it. But we need to talk about it because it's one of the greatest misinterpretations. The misinterpretations that money is going to make me happy. Money is going to fix the problem. Or I can't be too wealthy if I'm spiritual. Or the idea that I need to be uh, humble. Okay, I get it. Humble, yes, humble means having humility. Humble means... You know, having your feet on the ground. Humble means your, your head's not in the clouds. It doesn't mean being poor. It has nothing to do with it. I'll never forget when I first started coaching. I was driving a, I believe it was a white BMW Z3 back then. So I had this little sports car convertible. I've always uh, enjoyed my little sports cars. So I had this coaching session booked in Bondi Beach and it was in a cafe. So this person, I was meeting them for the first time for them to have a conversation about me becoming a coaching, them becoming a coaching client for me. So this person was looking for a coach. So I rocked up on this, uh, this uh, never forget it, rocked up right in front, got, ended up getting a parking spot right in front of the cafe. And she was sitting right there, she saw me pull over and park. Went and said hello. And, and she was a little bit closed off. So I'm like, you know, you, you want in coaching sessions, but you're a little bit closed off. What's, 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 what's going on here? Like, what, what's, what's making you closed off? And she goes, I'm just a little bit, you know, it just doesn't match. I go, what doesn't match? She said, you know, you're, you're like potentially going to be my spiritual coach. And you're driving a BMW convertible 
car. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. Did you want me to rock up in my bicycle and wear an orange robe? Nothing against riding bicycles or wearing orange robes, of course. But you, you get my point. Like, what do you... It, it, your lifestyle doesn't change you. It changes how you live. Okay? You, and people's idea of what well, to be spiritual, well, you wouldn't be driving a, a sports car. Now I, I, I fly aerobatic airplanes. Can you imagine me like rocking up? Oh my, why would my, my spiritual coach be flying adrenaline-filled aerobatics? This idea of what you have that you potentially have is very limiting because money has nothing to do with anything. So the moment you bring this, your idea of what it's meant to look like to be spiritual, the moment you bring finances and go, well, well I don't want to be living in a very big house or, you know, or anything like that. The moment you bring those ideas, those patterns into this moment, you then make it about the money. You know, another really profound experience I once had, and it was one of those, it was one of those turning points for me. Because when I first started speaking, what really inspired me to start speaking was the, uh, well, you know, I, I came from a background of being a promoter, promoting speakers. So it was very financially driven, you know. In fact, a lot of the speakers were financially driven, even though they may say they weren't. So that created a charge for me. It was like, do you know what? I'm tired of, you know, sharing this work or sharing content, sharing things that could transform people's lives and, and it being all about the money. Like, I know the content that some of the people share is really profound and it really is making an impact, but I'm tired that it's just about the money. And again, please understand, this was my stuff. This has nothing to do with the speakers I was promoting or anything like that. This was my own personal process. This was my charge. It was my reaction. So when I decided that I'm going to start speaking, I, what really ignited me was like, I want to do it for free or I pay what you feel. So when I first started talking, for three years, I did this whole pay what you feel. For three years, I struggled financially. And I mean, I struggled. I mean, before, just to give you a bit of perspective, I was living in a really nice apartment, boats, cars, lifestyle. It was like, I was, a, you know, you know from, from the age of 21, I was almost on the verge of bankruptcy. I had two failures in business, businesses, and then my third business hit it off well, and I was doing well, and that was when I was doing the, the promotion company. So to go from that to then go on this spiritual realm and, and you know, I went on this sabbatical and trying to find out who am I truly and, and I carried this charge with me as I was going on this sabbatical and trying to find myself. I continued to carry this charge of money and my reaction that I had with money. So therefore, for three years, I then just did this whole thing, pay what you feel, pay what you feel, until one day I had a very life-changing moment. And it was with a friend of mine called Chris Barkway. Now, Chris is a golf pro, but he's also a life coach. In fact, he uses his golf coaching to teach you about life and about really who you are and about what your processes are. So 
really special guy. And uh, so I met up with him one day and I remember going up to meet, meet up with him because uh, uh, I was going to go just play golf. I was, I th- was I getting a session or were we playing golf? I can't remember because I did get sessions with him, but then we just started playing golf together. Anyway, so I went to go meet with Chris and I remember it was on a work day. So it created a huge process already because on a work day, I should be working my ass off. I should be working hard. And, you know, I mean this. Anyway, I rock up to, to see Chris and we're, we're, he's watching my swing. And I'm telling him about this, this idea that I have that, you know, I don't want to make it about the money. And, you know, for many years I made it about the money. For many years I worked with people that made it about the money. And don't get me wrong, they made it about the money and they were potentially quite wealthy too, right? And maybe I made it about the money and I was quite wealthy too. Well, you know, in my lunchbox, I was, you know, I was quite successful, right? I say in my lunchbox because what's success? Because the moment you say I'm successful, then well, compare to who? (laughs) So in my lunchbox, I was kind of successful. So here I am and uh, telling him this idea that, you know, I just, I just, I've done that. And I've been around people that always made it about the money. And you know what? I just don't want to make it about the money anymore. So, you know, I've been doing these programs to, for people and sharing it with them uh, f- just to pay what, pay what they feel. And he goes, well, how's that working out for you? And I was like, well, to be honest, it's not. Like, I'm, I financially struggle. Like, I, I hire a venue and people pay what they feel. They're dropping in $20 or $50 and... You know, I struggle just to pay the venue, so I'm not getting paid myself. But you know, I'm I'm really committed to this cause of not making it about the money. I'm I'm really committed, Chris. And he said to me, "But can't you see you're making it about the money?" And I said, "No, no, no. I, you, you misunderstood. I I'm not making it about the money because I've taken the money out of the equation, so people can pay what they feel." He goes, "But you're making it about the money. Your decision." to not make it about the money is actually making it about the money. I don't know if that drops in for you, but it really dropped in for me. Here I am making a decision not to make it about the money, but I'm making it about the money. It's the whole decision is based around money. So I'm making it about the money. And I was just like, I was doing backflips in my head. I had my little, my little monkey in my head was like doing backflips. And I just, it just dropped in for me. And like, it's something that he just, as a friend, just pointed out and was very honest with me. And I was just like, for three years of my life, I've been dedicated to not make it about the money. And it's been exactly what I've been doing. I've been making about my, the money. Every decision I've been making was not to make it about the money. And I was totally about the money. So I came to quickly realize that it really had nothing to do with the money. And if it really has nothing to do with the money, it's got to do with the feeling and it's got to do with the space. It's not money we lack, it's space. And I quickly went back to my feeling and and, and I let go of this idea of, you know, maybe this program should be free, maybe this, I don't want to make it, I just let go of all those, it's just kind of just dissipated, because the moment you, an idea 
a realization lands for you. It creates wisdom and straight away you let go of things. And that's what happened for me. I let go of this idea and I went straight back to my feeling and I said, well, what do I feel to do? Not what's right, what's wrong, or what other people do, other people be making about the money and that's wrong. It's not wrong, right? My judgment of that creates the wrong, right? It's not wrong. It's what they feel to do. What do I feel to do? What do I feel to charge? And I really started to realize money has nothing to do with the equation. And I know this, there's a battle on your head, even if you hear that, you're like, oh yeah, but it does. Oh no, but it doesn't. Even like the idea of me going, you know, like the, the, the wage or the salary that you're on, the wage or the money that I profit from my company has got to do with the space I have and the decisions I made in order to live the lifestyle I want to live. So, for example, if I want to go live in a much more comfortable home, I don't look at trying to make more money. First of all, do I feel I deserve that comfortable home? And yes, you do if you have space. If you lack space, you can't even make the decision to have the comfortable home. But if you have space, I go, this is what I'm going to do. Now, because it has nothing to do with money, I don't then go and look at my bank balance or look at how much I make to determine whether I can live that lifestyle. I just say yes. And then my wage or my income or my possibilities change to match the decision I've made. It's completely 180 degrees opposite if you have the ability to realize it has nothing to do with money. It has to do with you following your feeling and the space that you create, the space that you realize that you have. If you lack space, you then will lack money. This has been a revelation for me. And from that point of my life, um, I, I run business, I run multiple businesses. There's two main businesses that I own, right? Both those businesses are purely, purely driven by my feeling, how I feel to do things. You know, it's re recently, I, I, I've been involved in my aviation company for good three years and I had a business partner and earlier this year I bought out that business partner and once I became whole uh, the the sole owner of this company this is my company called Red Baron which we take people out for adventure flights we take them for aerobatic rides once I was the sole owner it freed me to make decisions without any limitations okay because it's my decision and I can totally just follow my feeling and and I was very freeing. The first thing that I did, now just so you know, aviation's in the story, it seems like a tough business, right? Because your expenses are quite high. The first thing that I did when I bought the company is I cut my days down that were open. We were open seven days. I cut it down to four days. Of those four days, I worked maybe two, potentially three, a lot of times just one right? I just rock up and do the flights. And I increased all my prices by a huge percentage, right? Why? Because that's what I felt to do, 
right? There is no calculation from that. There's no what is the what is the competition doing? Because I, I could tell you the competition were already underselling us. Like we are a premium brand, right? So we were already one of the most expensive uh, aviation companies. This is what I felt to do, right? Now, again, you think, oh, well, you did that because you want to make more money. No, no, no. I did that because that's what I felt it deserved. We didn't need, I didn't feel to be in the rat race. Or I didn't feel to work hard or compete with my neighbors and compete with, the, with my competitors. And I, my attention is on my feeling and not what everyone else is doing. I'm just trying to show you the decision. You probably want to know how's that working out for me. It's working out very good, by the way. Let's just finish that story. It's working out very nicely. Thank you very much. Thanks for asking, right? But you probably, I'm, I'm sharing that not to boast boast to you or impress you i'm sharing that to impress upon you the truth it has nothing to do with the money it's got to do with you and the decisions that you make and not just the decision i want this the decisions that you feel you are deserving of and you can't be deserving of a decision unless you have space so my friends it has nothing to do with money and it is not money or possibilities or opportunities that you lack. It is space. It is not love that you lack. It is space. When you have space, when you can empty the cup, right, and create space, anything that you love comes to fruition. But only if you have the space for it. So, do I need to be not rich in order to be spiritual? It's an irrelevant question. Yes, as I said at the beginning, well, you do not need to be poor. You need to transcend the idea of money. You need to transcend your limitation of what money is. You must understand all money is, is energy. And all you are is energy. And all this space around us is energy. It's all energy. So how can money be limited? How can it be limited? How can your opportunities be? It's all one energy, one infinite energy. Do you run out of your breath? No. You're not sitting here right now thinking about your next breath. Why? Because you just know it's there. You know, you're not going to go to bed tonight going, I hope I don't run out of breaths. That's what it becomes like if you can transcend the idea of money. If you can see what money really is, which has no relevance, no relevance. Sure, if you're really engrossed in the story and you've like, I get it. You're probably hearing this going, well, this guy's mad. Money's got everything to do with everything. Well, yes, I'm mad and this message is not for you. But I'm kind of thinking, I've been talking for a while. If you're still listening, maybe there is something for you. Okay. I don't know. How's the money game been working for you? My friend Chris Barkway asked me, how's it been working for you? I said, and here I am back then thinking I wasn't playing the money game. And I said, well, it's not. Right? So how's your money game working for you? And I know there's different people who listen to this. Some of you are struggling financially. Some of you are doing very well financially. And how's that working out for you? Like seriously, 
because I know I've got friends who do really well, but they still feel insecure around, you know, because it could, it could be gone. You've got to be able to see it for what it really is. Anyway, I think the message uh, has been spoken and uh, that's our podcast for today. I'll see you next time. If what I've shared with you today has created more questions, I'd really encourage you to actually ask me these questions by going to my website, amirzogi.com forward slash podcast. And I will answer your question on a future Ask Amir episode.